98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. The headlines. There's no bail for Jimmy Lai as the top court rules in favour of the government. Reports say there'll be no jury when the SAR's first national security case goes to court. And Carrie Lamb says the Covid crisis is easing and more businesses can reopen soon. Hong Kong's top court has denied bail to the media tycoon Jimmy Lai, the most high-profile person to be charged under the SAR's national security law. He's been in custody since December the 3rd, except when he was released on bail for about a week late last year. Jimmy Choi reports from outside court. The top court ruled that a court of appeal judge who granted Mr Lai bail in December misconstrued a clause of the national security legislation relating to bail. It said Mr Lai would be able to launch a new appeal against the original decision to deny him bail, but would meanwhile be remanded in custody. A five-judge panel said lower court judge Alex Lee wrongly translated a requirement of Article 42 of the national security law. The panel said the lower court wanted prosecutors to show that the defendant would threaten national security in denying bail. But the presumption should be not to ground bail unless the court was sure that the defendant wasn't a threat to national security. The government has reportedly decided against using a jury for the first trial under the new national security law, according to a legal source with direct knowledge of the case. Mike Weeks reports. AFP News Agency reports that the source said the Secretary for Justice, Theresa Chang, informed the defendant's legal team in early February that the trial would be heard by three national security judges and not a jury, citing the personal safety of jurors and their family members. The first person to face trial is Tong Ying Kit, a 23-year-old man arrested last June for allegedly driving his motorbike into police while flying a protest flag. He's charged with terrorism and inciting secession. His case case is being handled by the Court of First Instance, where trials are usually heard by a judge alongside seven to nine jurors. The source told AFP that authorities invoked Article 46 of the National Security Law, which states three instances where juries can be scrapped, protecting the safety of jurors, protecting state secrets or cases involving foreign forces. The source said Tong's defence team was considering its next step, such as filing a judicial review. While refusing to comment on the case, the chief executive, Carrie Lam, says people should trust the legal system. This is a piece of national legislation and Hong Kong is the primary authority for implementing this piece of national legislation. That is, investigations will be done by the police, prosecutions will be laid by the Department of Justice, independent prosecutors, and finally the case will be tried in Hong Kong's independent courts. That is already a very strong indication of trust. Trust in the one country, two systems. Trust in the Hong Kong systems, whether it is executive or judicial. Mrs Lam says that the slowdown in COVID-19 infections will allow some businesses forced to close because of the pandemic to reopen after Lunar New Year, as well as the gradual resumption of in-person school classes. She also promised not to stage any overnight lockdowns on Lunar New Year's Eve or during the holiday. Speaking ahead of the weekly Exco meeting, Mrs Lam said the operations could cease earlier if they're no longer needed. Earlier on, uh, the, the CS, the Chief Secretary for Administration, has mentioned that we will conduct this sort of operations up till the Nyagao, which will be uh, tomorrow, I think. 
But whether we will is still a matter of whether we need to, because every day the um, public health uh, colleagues have to work with the home affairs colleagues to see whether there is a candidate for that sort of restriction uh, testing operation. No new COVID-19 cases have been found in testing of more than 1,500 people in the latest overnight lockdowns. The lockdowns at the Manying building in Jordan and the Hang-On building in Shamshapo were lifted at 7 this morning. A medical expert says authorities should explain why they quarantined 130 pupils and staff after two children caught COVID-19. Dr Wilson Lamb, Vice President of the Society for Infectious Disease, said there was little risk of transmission if the two pupils, who sat exams in the same hall last week, wore masks and complied with social distancing rules. He said authorities should explain the rationale so other schools can take measures to reduce the risk of quarantine in similar situations. It depends on the exact situation in that school and in those utility areas. So it depends on the situation. But if THP is not able to find other more suspicious reasons to suspect there is limited airborne transmission in some of those areas, I think it might be a little bit strict to quarantine all the students and teachers in that particular school. And the chief executive, Kerry Lam, says Hong Kong is only going by the book in preventing consulates from offering assistance to people with both Chinese and foreign passports. Britain's Foreign Office warned yesterday that it may be unable to offer support to dual nationals in the SAR, while Canada said earlier that one of its citizens had been forced to make a declaration of nationality in prison. Mrs Lam said Beijing made clear before the handover that dual nationals here were considered only to be Chinese citizens. She said the Vienna Convention was also clear. So where a person has dual nationality, which is accepted and recognised in some places, not all places, uh, certainly not recognised in a Chinese nationality law, then uh, if that particular person is one in one of the uh, places, the countries, which he possesses, uh, one of his national status, then he will not be uh, eligible for this sort of consular protection, including consular visits. The government has reopened some outdoor sports venues such as tracks, tennis and badminton courts, which have been shut for months during the pandemic. People are supposed to use the Leave Home Safe contact tracing app before entering the venue. But one man, Jason, said he didn't use the app to get into Wo Yi Help Road Sports Ground in Chinwan, but his personal information was noted down. He said he was glad to be able to run at the sports ground. Running outside the street is really, I mean, not, not really comfortable because there are a lot of people and vehicles, something like pollution. And I think uh, running in the sports ground, I will feel comfortable relaxed. A transport expert expects teething problems on the East Rail to be smoothed out within weeks after shorter trains were introduced at the weekend. Hung Wing Tat says a new signalling system appears to be fine and shorter trains mean more can run each hour. The nine car trains are gradually replacing the 12 carriages to conform with platform designs of the future shot into Central Link. The MGR Corporation says a mechanical fault disrupted services yesterday. Mr Hong says delays now are due to people waiting in the wrong place on the platform for a shorter train. I think that caused the delay for lifting the platform and then the headways cannot be reduced, not even to four minutes. I heard it is around 12 minutes or even longer, even longer time for the train to depart. So that main problem.
them. I think the platform assistance is very important. I think they must control every platform before the train comes. Overseas, the World Health Organization has warned against jumping to conclusions about the efficacy of coronavirus vaccines after a small study in South Africa indicated the AstraZeneca jab gave only minimal protection against mild diseases caused by the local variant. The WHO's chief scientist, Samya Swamithayan, said the vaccine still had an important role to play in curbing the virus. We mustn't start concluding that this vaccine doesn't work at all. What we've seen is data from a small study. It's indicative. It is telling us we need to collect more data. We need to study it more. But from all the available evidence, the AZ vaccine and all the other vaccines that have been approved so far reduce death, reduce hospitalization and reduce severe disease. Protesters have gathered across Myanmar's largest city, Yangon, defying warnings from the military that threatened action against large gatherings. It comes after the military ruler, General Minang Leng, addressed the nation for the first time since the army, known as Tatmadaw, seized power last week. In a speech on television last night, the general sought to justify the coup, saying civilian leaders had failed to hold a proper election in November. The UN Special Rapporteur on Human Rights in Myanmar, Tom Andrews, said the general speech wasn't short on irony. The one part that I agreed with was his statement that uh, there is no one above the law. But by no one, that should also include himself and the Tatmadaw. And of course, with their illegal action, they are putting themselves above the law. Even the Myanmar's own law, even the Constitution, as the generals wrote it, and of course they wrote this Constitution, they're even in violation of this. On the eve of Donald Trump's impeachment trial in the U.S. Senate, Democrats leading the prosecution say there's overwhelming evidence against him. Mr. Trump has been charged with inciting insurrection after his supporters attacked the Capitol. The impeachment managers from the House of Representatives called it the most grievous constitutional crime ever committed by a president. Chuck Schumer is a Democrat leader in the Senate. Following the despicable attack on January the 6th. There must, there must be truth and accountability if we are going to move forward, heal, and bring our country together once again. Sweeping something as momentous as this under the rug brings no healing whatsoever. Officials in the U.S. state of Florida say a hacker has attempted to poison a town's water supply after gaining access to a treatment center's computer system. Here's the BBC's Joe Tidy. For around five minutes, the worker watched as his mouse cursor moved around the computer screen by itself. Then the invisible hand started to manipulate the chemical makeup of the water. The amount of sodium hydroxide was briefly increased to dangerous levels. It's not the first time water supply systems have been hacked, and so far none have led to harm. But security experts have been warning for years that these sorts of critical infrastructure facilities are being routinely targeted and are surprisingly vulnerable. Financial news. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 29,455. That's 138 points up on the previous close. Currency is the US dollar trading at 104.85 yen. The euro is at 1 US dollar 20 cents. And the pound will get you 10 Hong Kong dollars and 68 cents. Sport now. Here's Richard Pine. 
We start with football. Two goals from Robert Lewandowski have ended the 32-game unbeaten run of the African champions Al-Ali and booked Bayern Munich a place in the final of the FIFA Club World Cup. The Poland striker put the German champions ahead in the 17th minute and made the game safe with five minutes to play. 2-0 the final score. Here's the defeated Al-Ali coach, Pizzo Mosiman. You've got to understand that it's a big stage. You've got to understand who you're playing against. It's not an easy one like, like we played against the Qatari team. So you've got to be also be, be positive. You know, it's not that bad. We can't be too hard on ourselves. Yes, of course, we need to correct a few things. But, it, but it's not that bad to say we, 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 we embarrass the, the team. Bayern will play Mexican side Tigres in Thursday's final, while Ali will play Brazilian giants Palmeiras in the third-place playoff. In the Premier League, Leeds have beaten Crystal Palace 2-0 at Elland Road. Jack Harrison opening the scoring early before a second-half strike from Patrick Bamford sealed the win. The result takes Leeds into the top half of the table, three points behind Aston Villa in ninth, who have a game in hand. On to tennis, Sophia Kennan has launched her Australian Open defence with a scratchy 7-5-6-4 win over Madison Inglis. The fourth seed prevailed in an hour and 26 minutes and was frustrated with her patchy performance. Inglis broke her serve twice, going up 3-1 early before Kennan regained control. The American fourth seed double-faulted on the first of three match points, but finally sealed the contest as she marched forward to thump a backhand volley. Kennan will meet either Kaya Kanepi or Anastasia Sevastova for a place in the third round. Pakistan's cricketers have completed a 2-0 win in their test series against South Africa in Ralpindi. The tourists look to have a chance at the start of the final day, needing 243 more runs with nine wickets in hand, but they lost by 95 runs. Pakistan now move above them in the test rankings. South African cricket broadcaster Natalie Germanos says these are worrying times for the test team. They need a serious hard look at the batting. The batting has been a problem for quite a long time. Over the last three years in the longest formats of the game, your highest average has come from Aidan Markram, who's averaging under 40. And that's a real concern. And a lot of those test matches have been played at home. Now, South Africa is a very tough place to open the batting in test cricket. But when you're playing in your own home conditions, conditions you know well, you don't want to be averaging under 40 and you can't be winning test series with batters who are all averaging under 40 and these are high class players as well. Lewis Hamilton will drive for Mercedes again next season. The Formula One world champion has won six of his seven titles with the team, but he's only committed to a one-year deal. The BBC's Jenny Gao says this was never in doubt. The seven times world champion will look to make history this season as he puts together a challenge for a record-breaking eighth world title. The new multi-million pound deal includes a joint commitment for greater diversity and inclusion with a joint charitable foundation. And that's your look at sport. To end the news, the top stories once again. There's no bail for Jimmy Lai as the top court rules in favour of the government. Reports say there'll be no jury when the SAR's first national security case goes to trial. And Carrie Lam says the Covid crisis is easing and more businesses can reopen soon. The news from RTHK. No matter how fit we are, it is important to get vaccinated to prevent Covid-19. All along, we have received different vaccines to prevent infections. Vaccines will help create antibodies and memory in our immune system. When we come into contact with viruses in future, our immune system will quickly resist them. It is the simplest and most effective method to protect ourselves and others. Let's get vaccinated. The symptoms of COVID-19 can be mild. Don't go to work or school if feeling unwell. 
Wear a mask and consult a doctor promptly. Ask doctors at accident and emergency departments, general outpatient clinics, private hospitals, or clinics for free testing provided by the Department of Health. Return the specimen to a designated collection point or use the door-to-door -door specimen collection service for a fee. Test promptly for early detection. Vacation. 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 